0: Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Post Game Call-In Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular Stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock.
1: What in the world just happened? The Pirates... Have knocked off Marshall in Huntington. Oh my God. A furious fourth quarter comeback. Woo! Uh, <laughs> B- Billy Weaver. Oh my God. And I survived Thursday night. Washington's win. We've. We are taking several oh decades goodness. off our lives watching these games. That was awesome. It was great to watch it with you here in the studio. Oh God, Pirates get it done. I still don't believe it. It's going to take me a while for this to set in. Weave. have 42-38. Pirates win. This beard was completely black <laughs> at the start of this game. Oh man! I oh just my God! Show you, man!
2: How good that, does that feel? Oh my God! It feel, You know what that just did? That put twenty thousand more butts in the seats next week at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium.
1: Pirates win. Back home next week. Let's get a little. Let's get a little win streak going. Let's get some man, momentum
2: going. Man, man,
3: man.
1: We will be taking your calls on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Finally, a Look celebratory edition. Chandler's fired up. Shirley smiling, taking your Let's calls. Let's go, baby. And the ECU Pirates have win number one of 2021 when a lot of people, myself included, wrote them off. Unbelievable. Oh, we'll goodness. be back with your calls after this timeout.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All right. I really don't know how to act right now. Uh, We have not had one of these in a long, long time. What a furious comeback by the Pirates in the fourth quarter. 21 to nothing. They outscore the Marshall Thundering Herd. And uh, put every damn game on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Let's keep the mojo going. Whatever works, man. Woo! 4238. Awesome. Billy Weaver is here. Uh Shirley Rhodes taking your calls, Chan Man on the production. We are fired up. We are ready to go, and so are you. Will Cameron Brooks, hang on. Let's start with Colin and Charlotte. Hey, Colin.
4: Hey, how are y'all?
1: Doing I'm good, great. Man. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic.
4: I, I'm telling you, I, I don't know how to act, and I'll be honest with you, I was one of the ones who wrote us off before this game, but I tell you what, I will eat crow for sure, because uh, I, I couldn't be happier. I was texting people on that drive when we were down 17, saying we're going to win this game. I was joking, but you know, I, I'll take this all days of the week. Um, it's, it's awesome to see this team that doesn't have a winning culture come back and find a way to win this game I think that's the part that I was most frustrated about with the South Carolina their South Carolina game um, just not being able to close that out because it, it will take a game like this to spark something um, you know I was one of the ones who wrote off Holton um, I'm glad to see him shove it in my face um, I'll take that all days of the week seeing Keaton do something but I tell you what seeing Shane Calhoun and the tight ends getting involved in this passing game, that opens up such a different dimension in this offense. It's it's awesome. I'm so pumped. I mean, the defense wasn't amazing, but you know what? At the end of the day, they found a way to win this game. And, again, we, we have to find a way to win these games to start this winning culture. And I'm just – I'm jazzed. I don't know how to
5: react.
1: Yeah, we're with <laughs> you.
5: Back into the
4: Good
1: yeah. stuff. Colin, uh, thank you, man. And, and real quick, I had uh, our buddy Corey Scott says – give out some stats he couldn't find them yeah the numbers are eye-popping hold nailers on the ube stat sheet 30 of 48 368 yards two touchdowns no picks tyler sneed had the touchdown throw to hold nailers keaton mitchell 13 carries 135 yards broke off the 88 yarder and a touchdown rajay had a touchdown as well and shane calhoun the go-to Player guy, the game. eight catches 114 a touchdown as the tight end got involved in a big way, and I'm already pumped for Wednesday because Bryce Williams is freaking fired up. <laughs> he's been texting me all game. He says that number 80, he's putting the uh, the number 80 to good use out there on the field. Just an awesome performance by this offense late in the game, Weave. It took them a while to get going. It did. But it good did. grief. They got clicking there late. I thought it was too late. Uh, but no, they pull it out tonight.
2: Well, you know, we were sitting here saying, "Okay, Donnie's got him right exactly where they want him. He's he's down, down 17. <laughs> seventeen. All right, let's turn it up a notch, and then uh, the the offense just started clicking from there, and they started to 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 have a little sense of giddy up Get and some go. Tempo yeah, they got going. some tempo going, that's what and, we've
1: and been that's calling for. It. Yeah,
2: that's what we've been talking about, and once they got a little tempo going, man, they they got rolling, and
1: that was awesome. All right, let's go to Brooks and Wake Forest next. What's up, Brooks?
6: Clipper, really good to hear your voice, man. What's up, Brooksy? Well, man, uh, you know, props to Colin with eating his words. I'm really glad the first caller was the first person to say that he he had turned his back on the Pirates and they shut him up. And I hope more people will call in because we had a three-hour show last week and we'll do the same tonight. You got to put your money where your mouth is and call in, salute the team after a great effort. And I think they finally – put the definition in no quarter that they have on the back of their helmets this year. Not giving up any points and getting 17, I believe, in the fourth quarter. That is uh, what the no quarter flag really embodies. And I think it was a great time. and It's a really great opportunity that we get to play Marshall again. And I wish it was on a more consistent
2: basis. Yeah, well, they got 21 in the fourth quarter. They outscored Marshall 21 nothing in that fourth quarter. So yeah, that was that was huge, huge. And, and hey, I'm, I'm you know, glad you're on top of it. <laughs> we reeled off our clip. Did reeled off all the stats and everything. What. Cannot and will not go unnoticed on this team as the freshman Owen Daffer, the kicker. Yeah. Because without him and without, you know, first of all, there, there's a couple of big plays right there. Of course, of course the uh, the onside kick, and then the extra point was huge because that forced Marshall. Marshall was in a position after that one big play after ECU score that 55 seconds left to play. They got one timeout. They get that big play over the middle. If Daffer hadn't hit that extra point to force Marshall to score a touchdown to win that game, Marshall kicks the field goal right there, and we're. Going into overtime so big props to daffer
6: yeah absolutely uh freshman college kicker wasn't too big for his moment tonight and i really like what you said uh before you started taking calls to begin the fifth quarter and hopefully that'll put 20,000 more people in the uh, seats next week when they play uh charleston southern so uh, i just wanted to call in say i hope everybody else who was really down on the team last week he calls in this weekend is really big on them goes 21 unanswered in the fourth is something to celebrate and be happy about
1: all right brooks good to hear from you buddy that's a former pirate radio intern brooks hill uh billy i'm ready for the first call or comment i might already missed it what time is the team getting home tonight they yeah you yeah. know that's we hear that one after good wins <laughs> i bet there's some people jacked up ready to go see it when they get back what a win tonight for the pirates 317 1250 let's go to cameron in greenville next hey cameron
7: how about them pirates, baby? How about them pirates? <laughs>
2: I like that better than how about them cowboys any day.
7: <laughs> <laughs> We're back in history, I mean that may beat out. I mean, not in terms of wins, but in terms of like comeback and time left in the fourth quarter, that has to beat out the Peach Bowl. Uh, but all I gotta say is this: I don't know what got into this team in the fourth quarter, but when we turned into a pass first, run second offense, and we started to get some tempo. It completely changed the way we were playing this game. Shout-out to Holt Nailers. Holt Nailers, it, it's never been a doubt about the talent. It's just been about about him executing and you know, the offensive scheme. And I feel like we've been trying to have run the ball down the middle first, pass second. We need to change that pass first run, and open up the gaps for Keith Mitchell and Rajay as a, as a secondary thing to attack. And it worked. It worked. It worked. Shout-out to Owen Daffer. I'm so fired up right now, guys. Listen, we have a chance to have a new season. We come here next week. We beat Charleston Southern, get to two 2-2. and two. I want to see 45,000 people in dowdy Stadium versus Tulane. This is a chance to turn the season around. What a monumental win. We have learned how to win a football game. I sit here pure about cry with my dad watching this game because it's been so long since I've seen us fight out a win like that. Think about it. We've lost to Tulsa. We've had heartbreaking losses, in- game-inning field goals. But for that team, Marshall is a great football team. They may not lose more than – I don't think they'll lose more than three games this year. And what we just did tonight, I'm so proud of these players. I'm so proud of them. I, I couldn't be more happier. We need to keep whatever we did in the fourth quarter. Johnny Kirkpatrick, if you listen to this call and show, do what you did next week and for the remainder of the season. Be aggressive and play a little bit more up-tempo. And, and we, we have the players that can do it. Holton keeps playing like he did today. We, we have a chance to really turn something into this season. I'm just so proud of this team. I'm proud to be a Pirate, baby. Because when you go to East Carolina, you go for it every time, baby, every time. So let's go. I'm ready for next week. We're gonna beat Charleston Southern. Let's lock in. And when we play Tulane in two weeks, I want or whenever it is, I want to see at least forty-five thousand people in the Stadium because we have a chance at a new season starting today. Roll, Pirates, baby!
1: All right, great Cameron call. and Greenville is yeah, uh, every week caller. He's called in during the bad times, and I uh, certainly had to call in tonight uh we deserved this win on the fifth quarter i deserved it for my service over the years billy i deserved it to be the first one you deserved your first one chandler shirley and you callers certainly deserve it it is good to be happy about something to be positive about something it feels good to the soul
2: hey look cameron mentioned something too about it's funny because when you say you go for it every time at east carolina that just reminded me East Carolina on that drive, that one scoring drive where they went to on fourth and one twice and got it. Remember, in the second half they missed on the fourth down conversion, but those two fourth down conversions were huge on that drive. You really go, were. For, it go for it every time. Every Just
1: don't run Rajay right up the guard's ass. <laughs> yeah. Write it. All right. Up next is Will in Wilmington. Hey, Will. Hey, Will.
8: Cliff, how are you tonight?
1: Hey, I'm great, man.
8: Hey, so I, I just got to say, I, I watched this game, and, and after three quarters, after we've watched, what's that, eight plus three, I think that's 10 or 11, watching this offense, I was ready to get Donnie fired, ready, ready to throw Holton out to the to wherever you throw him out, but the, they showed heart. They showed heart, and, and that's all we're asking for. We're looking for that heart, and this team, it showed us. It finally showed us that heart, and you know what? I, I am so proud to call myself a Pirates fan. Uh, it was just a completely different team in that fourth quarter. Uh, I was looking at the last call, and I agree. We go out there, we beat Charleston Southern next week, and we got a two-lane team. Next thing you know, we're, on, we're, we're rolling. We're rolling. I think this might be an 8-9, hell, maybe even a 10-win team this year. If we can just get rolling, Donnie just needs to keep going, keep going for it, stay aggressive. I mean, we haven't been aggressive. We've been scared this year, but if we just stay aggressive, I, I, and make sure we have beer. We can't run out of beer like we did last week, and then we'll be good. That's all the right.
2: key, right there. That's the key. Don't run out of beer.
1: Will, I love to call you because this is uh, this is what it's all about. You went from firing a guy and benching the quarterback to a ten win team, yeah, just like that. that that's
8: exactly exactly. Yeah. I mean, they showed heart. That's all we want to see. I mean, that's all we really want to see from this team. Like, I mean, we all know they're out there busting their butts, busting their bums. But, like, we just want to see that heart. We just want to see them trying. And and we finally saw that heart and that expectation. I I mean, the booties finally hit the road. The rubber met the road.
1: All right, booty man, Will. Have a good night. Thank you for calling in. There's Will in Wilmington. Fired up. Fire the coach. No wait, ten win season. Hey, you know what? The biggest thing is flip like that. Well,
2: first of all, that's what that's what winning does. Hell yeah! And coaches have always said it. Do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you win. It doesn't matter where you win. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Win. Winning cures everything. Everybody feels better. And I tell you what, I have to say this is one of, if not the biggest win for Mike Houston since he's been here on the road at Marshall, down seventeen in the fourth. I don't know
1: of a bigger win. For Mike Houston? For Mike Houston. Oh, hell no, no. This is by far the biggest. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, this is huge. And and I did kind of make a face at one thing he said. All we want to do is see the boys play hard and fight. No, we need wins. There was a, we need
2: wins and we got to win. There was an argument from Mike Houston uh, on these first two, especially that App State game and and South Carolina. What did Mike Houston say after those games? The guys fought hard. They I was did. Proud of, right. But I was we proud need more than that. Of, right. And it didn't set well with the exactly. fans. So I'm with you. It doesn't, you know, we've seen heart. We've seen, you know, you can't measure that. You can't know. But yeah,
1: you have to see the fruits of your labor. Yep. And especially in a win like this, it's going to go a long way all right mike mason monica and pays hang on 317-1250 we'll take a time out shout out to tiebreakers for the awesome post-game food we actually had it in game billy and i went with the cheese steaks in a wrap with the chips can't beat it oh did you do chips i thought you were gonna do fries i I just jumped on board with the weave tonight there you go
5: chandler had the buffalo wings the boneless wings which was delicious but we had it when we were down 17. Late oh, here we go! In, early in the in the fourth quarter, you know, <laughs> you know, they were great, but now they're tasting 10 times better, baby. I thought you were
2: gonna say you're never eating anything else now because of the superstition. <laughs>
5: I'm. You know what? We have to eat
1: the same. So, thing. So we have to eat the same thing. Well, yeah. I've
2: eaten the same thing the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, that hadn't really worked
2: out that well. It didn't work. It didn't work last week. Shirley
1: Caesar salad with the grilled chicken. Awesome stuff from Tiebreakers. Check them out on Sunday for your NFL action. All right, we'll take a time out. Come back. Have more of your calls after this.
0: You're listening to the US Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-in Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio Scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes.
9: All right, there's a ton of games still going on. South Florida has a 31 to 10 lead over Florida A&M in the 4th quarter. It is Texas Tech 44, FIU 21. Number 22, Auburn is trailing number 10, Penn State 21-17 in the third quarter. LSU has a comfortable 42-7 lead over Central Michigan in the third quarter. NC State leads Furman 45-3. Number 4, Oregon leads Stony Brook 17-7. This game is interesting. North Carolina is clinging to a 31-28 lead over Virginia in the third quarter. Number 17, Ole Miss. Leads to Lane seven to nothing in the first quarter. Oklahoma State is trailing Boise State ten to seven in the second quarter, and Vanderbilt is trailing Stanford at the half, twenty-seven to fourteen. And that is a look at your Buck scoreboard, brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall as your beacon of music in the land of the pirates in Eastern North Carolina. They are open from noon until two a.m. with live music every night, and now during football season, they've got food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule, and we will see you at the Buck. Now, let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Post Game Call In Show. Here is your host, Clip Brock. The Buck! The Buck! The
1: Buck! The Buck! The Buck! The Buck! The Buck! The Buck! Did you mention ECU uh, v. Marshall 42 38? No, I did
9: not. But thank you for adding that to the Buck scoreboard.
1: Breaking news: Pirates <laughs> have defeated Marshall.
9: Doing the Buck.
1: If oh, you, sorry, oh, I don't hate it. I like sexy, it.
9: Sexy, sexy.
1: I don't hate it. <laughs> Doing the Buck. If you are like just getting in your car, you had a long day at work, and you're tuned in to see what happened, you missed. Uh, you know, just watch the fourth quarter. Well, you'll miss a Keaton Mitchell run. Watch the whole damn game. It was awesome. Pirates win it. 42 to 38. Clip Rock. Billy Weaver here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Shirley Rhodes and Chandler Honeycutt producing, taking your calls. Uh, 317-1250. We are locked and loaded, baby. Uh, Let's go to Monica in Greenville. Hey, Monica.
10: Hey, guys. I am asking myself what's happening again this week, but it's not because I saw a rerun. I saw some playmaking today, um, and I just want to call out, Wow, two really nice playmakers that we haven't seen before, Calhoun and Omotosho. Donnie Kilpatrick must have been on the hot seat uh, because uh, he pulled out some weapons tonight, and it's so good to see something new and inspiring on the field. And we see what Holton can do when we get away from the reruns, and we see some new players and some playmakers on the field, and we've got two new weapons in uh, Calhoun and Omotosho. So, God, kudos, and I'm going to tell you where it started. If anybody saw the uh, Mike Houston um, hype uh, inspirational speech uh, in a video that he uh, that he gave to his team, he specifically said, and I'm going to quote, he slammed his hands on the table and said, we're going to play with some blackout pride. We're going to play our asses off in the fourth quarter, and I'll be darned if they didn't do it, so I'm thrilled. Um, man, what's happening? I'm happy. I'm thrilled for our Pirates. They beat the Vegas odds, and they, they won on the road tonight against a really good Marshall team. So happy to see some new weapons on the field, and, and I hope we keep it going. I'm just going to comment on two things we saw tonight. You know, that was a targeting call that we saw, and, and those referees didn't call that. That was blatant targeting, and um, and shame on them for, for not calling that. And where we need to get better, uh, we can't have six sacks um, in, in a game. So our offensive line, tighten that up and, and, and keep improving. Let's keep going to the new weapons in um, Calhoun and Omatosho. Let's keep mixing it up. Let's keep, let's keep doing some um, different things with different players and let's capitalize on this and let's go win next week. So, go Pirates.
1: Alright, Monica. Thank you for the call. Good call on uh, Audio uh, yeah. also because Calhoun was used throughout the whole game. Audie really stepped it up late and on that last drive and Had a huge play to get him inside the 10, make it first and goal late. He finished the day five catches, 70 yards. That's a good game for Audio Matosho tonight.
2: Well, I tell you what, you know, and what gets kind of lost in this is the play of Tyler Sneed. Why? Because he is so versatile. He's throwing touchdown passes. He's catching balls. He he has so much attention on him. It allows guys like Omotosho. It allows guys like Calhoun to have a little bit of separation to get a little bit of extra touches and stuff like that. So I tell you what, that you got to remember that in the whole mix of things too. Because in my opinion, tonight's MVP. I, I mean. Calhoun's a good one. It's great but to I'm have so with, many candidates. Honestly. I know, but I would go with Snead. I mean, he threw the touchdown pass. How many, how many touchdown passes is he... What? I wonder what the over-under on touchdown passes by Snead is this year. He's already thrown two. He's thrown two. Uh, he, and he's, he caught a touchdown pass tonight. Yeah. I mean, he's just been all over the field. And I think with... He's my MVP because... Of all the stuff that he did on the field. He's of course he's returning kicks. He's throwing the football. He's catching the football. He's doing whatever he can for this football team. And it allows guys like Calhoun to have huge nights.
1: All right. Three one seven twelve fifty. Let's go to Mason in Richmond. Hey Mason.
11: Hey guys. Thank you for having me on. Um I'm pumped up. I'm fired up for this Pirate win. This is uh this is a great comeback win. I'm really excited. But I do have one complaint. You know, it want to be a fifth quarter call on show without a complaint? Um, I never want to watch an East Carolina football game on Facebook Live again. I watch and listen to Pi Radio on Facebook Live all day long, but not a football game. That was, uh, I thought that was kind of disgraceful. I, I'm sure Conference USA might have a little, a little hook up with them, but well, Marshall's, yeah, Marshall's got to be, be
1: pissed it. because uh, did you see the upcoming schedule? It's like all Marshall games on Facebook. Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah, I. I I'm glad we don't play for the Conference USA. But uh, that's just my two cents. Thanks for having me on.
2: All right. There you go, Mason and right, Richmond. I do know that some people had some, uh, some problems with Fa- – we didn't have any problems at all with our Facebook feed. It actually looked uh, pretty decent. But I did see somebody tweet something out, and there was like this huge graphic or whatever that was on the middle of the screen that they couldn't get off. Huh. so i don't know what that's all. I, I i do know some people had some issues with the facebook feed we well, looked, guess it what, folks, good for us. it
1: doesn't matter because we don't play any more games on facebook this year Man. so we're, we're all good all right let's go to mike in greenville next hello mike
12: holy skittles what a game uh you heard mike houston talk earlier in the week about simplifying the game and make it easier for the guys no I, I don't know if you guys noticed tonight But it looked like Holton was a one-read quarterback tonight, and that read was the read that he went with, and that's what it was designed for, and it worked flawlessly. Uh, There was a play I go back to five minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, He looked right and come back over the middle of the field, and I think it was to hit Calhoun. It was never going right anyway. The play, the first read was to Calhoun over the middle, and it worked great tonight. Uh, I think – Houston is caught in the middle of wanting to be a run-first team with a, basically an air raid offense, so what he's got here. And if he lets those guys go, which what he did tonight, uh, it works out. Uh, kudos to Holden and the way he responded. Uh, Tyler Snead is two for three with two touchdowns as a passer, uh, which is kudos to him as well. Um, but certainly excited to see you know, Holton bounce back, and I don't know if you guys saw the comments after the game. From Houston. He is 100% uh, in Holton's corner. And uh, it was refreshing to see and, and Holton to get a little confidence back as well.
1: Well, Holton, uh, the coaches were 100% in Holton's corner during the losses and the bad performances. How uh, they have been consistent with that, that has not been very popular. We've questioned it. Uh, so but, I mean that just goes to show you he's been he said the same thing consistently despite last week's 77 yards or whatever it was yeah. or this week's 300 plus yards so it, Yeah,
12: it, it, it,
2: yeah but,
12: but I think he played to his strengths tonight. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I, I I agree with you 100% on the first read because there was a couple times that uh, that Holton actually took off and ran. It was a one Quick one read, he didn't see it, he took it, uh, tucked the ball and ran and actually got positive yardage. There was no hesitation there. I liked seeing that from Holton and seeing, and there were a couple design runs for him as well tonight that really worked
12: out well. It it really did. I'm glad Houston played to his strengths tonight. I hope he keeps it up the rest of the season. Uh, If he does, it could be special. If he goes back to trying to run 70-30 and and RPO, I think it's going to be a long season, so... Hopefully the entire team learned something tonight and looking forward to a positive outcome next
1: week. All right, Mike. Thank you for the call. Let's go to B Pays next in Raleigh. What's up, Pays?
2: What's up, guys? Hey, Pays. What's I, happening? I heard
1: uh, Corey Chavis call Tegan Wilk Tegan Silk earlier in the show <laughs> and thought of the uh, old R&B uh, the, the group Silk.
13: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Freak me. Yeah. Great. Freak me. That's right. <laughs> Freak me, baby. Oh, Yeah.
11: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
2: That's worth the price of admission, right there. <laughs>
14: <laughs> and uh, you can also use buck that thing up instead of back that thing.
2: Up. Ooh, okay. Duh. Buck the, buck the, buck the, buck. <laughs> we'll add that to the buck uh, that list. Buck that thing up.
14: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll add it. Listen, I had, I got so nervous tonight, I had to take two CBD gummies toward the fourth quarter. So I, I'm, I'm in here baking a lemon pound cake right now. With,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Hopefully you got him from ENS Hemp, uh, right, Chandler? That's yeah, that's the place to go. Well, oh, goodness.
14: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So CBD. I mean, I mean, this lemon pound case is going to be ridiculous. But I think that uh, I think a lot of people think Holton to me plays a little bit better with urgency and tempo. I think when he gets in a little bit of a lull, like when it's a little bit slower, I think he plays worse. I think once he gets in a little bit of a tempo, and that might just be completing a couple passes or just you know and getting a confidence. But it looks like to me. That when there's a little bit of a tempo in the offense, it looks like to me he's a lot more comfortable uh, in that. And I did notice like the a caller said before. Yeah, he. I mean, he, he's got a bunch of weapons on the outside, and and you know I think if he's just able to, it's just I think it's a confidence thing now. I mean, he he's still got to work on the throwing motion. I think a little bit. I think you know a couple times he short ended some guys, and and I'll be honest with you, that first that Calhoun touchdown at the end of the first half, I don't know if that was two Calhoun. Um, cause if you go back and look at the replay, it might've been to somebody else and Calhoun kind of jumped in on it. Um, but yeah, good win for the guys. They needed it bad. And, uh, and, uh, you know, they go for Charleston Southern next week and we'll see what Tulane does against Ole Miss tonight. I'm watching that game right now. So, uh, go pirates and I, I'll send y'all some of this lemon pound cake. Yes, sir. Right, Please pays. do.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. There's B pays in Raleigh. 3, Sean Taylor, Cav are coming to you next Pays off means we have a line open, and it will be open for about .3 seconds. So jump in while you can, (laughs) 317-1250. We're back with more on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All righty. 317-1250. By the way, we are on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube. The Facebook Live chat is rocking tonight. A lot of happy pirate fans. Got a ton of people tuning in. It's great to have one of these shows finally. Let's enjoy this night on into Sunday morning here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter call and Show. Been waiting for one of these. Glad Billy Weaver is here to experience it. Glad Shirley Rhodes is taking uh, calls from happy people Instead of angry people on this uh, this Saturday evening. All right, Phil, Sean, Taylor, hang on. Let's go to Kev in Jacksonville. Hey, Kev. Hello. All right, let's try Taylor and Wilson. Hey, Taylor.
13: Hey,
8: what's going on, guys? How y'all doing tonight? Great. Great. Man, I just cannot believe that we just actually won that football game. I mean, like an hour ago, I was like, man, I cannot wait to hear the calling show. shows. It's going to be crazy but it's so much better right now that like it is just crazy that we won the game i want to thank you guys for the coverage and uh i'm not going to call in and complain about nothing let's go next weekend beat charleston southern
11: let's go pirate
1: all right thank you taylor uh i'm glad folks are calling in by the way i, I think i realized what happened now but I really was at that kind of speechless shock point for oh yeah a good 10, yeah. 15 minutes after that game we it
2: almost it was almost like you needed to decompress yeah because we actually had a full on and I wish we'd have had this on Facebook It had to have been a watch party or something because Chandler Shirley clip myself we were all like just. At, ecstatic we were jumping up and down like we had just and you know, we're watching it on like we had just won the super bowl we're
1: watching it on a laptop so we're all kind of bunched together we're not like spread out watching the right. tv and
2: look with so. with us shaking the whole gr- i'm surprised the laptop didn't fall off the table
1: yeah, it, it i'm survived. holding shirley's hand i'm, I'm hugging her <laughs> yeah y'all were doing like uh march madness free throw oh, shots crazy. on yeah, the yeah exactly orders. all right uh let's go next to sean in greenville hey sean
15: Hey, Cliff, I was in shock, too, but it's starting to set in. And, boy, does it feel good. What a win. We needed this. Pirate Nation needed it. Our team needed it. And uh, I wasn't in the locker room after the game, but I I bet there were two game balls, and one was for Holton. I mean, he took so many shots over the past week, and for him to play like he did today, what, what a gamer. And the other game ball, I don't know if this has been said yet, but Miles Berry lost his father this week and he played a great game today and i just couldn't be happy for those two guys they've been here for four years what a team effort pirate nation enjoy it i'll hang up and listen clip billy appreciate you guys Shirley. appreciate you too
1: all right uh sean thanks for the call and just i mean uh, i don't even know what to say about miles berry his father passing away this week and uh to play in a game like that shortly after which You always hear it. I know – I'm sure Miles is saying it too. That's what his dad would have wanted to be out there with his teammates. And uh, he's got to, you know, at least feel good about what happened tonight. And hopefully – can give him uh, some happiness after a really rough week for him.
2: Yeah, and speaking of game balls, I mean, I don't know if you have enough game balls to go around yeah, tonight. It's tough to I, I real I mean, seriously, because We well, had that,
1: a uh, comment agreeing with the, that Owen Daffer's the MVP tonight. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: there's there are so many, you know, Wilkes that they were going in for a touchdown and he knocked that ball out yeah. and he came out and and did the uh the peanut Tillman punch.
5: Wilkes was all over the field too.
2: Yeah, and I mean, so I mean, there's a game ball right there. I mean, the Calhoun obviously 8 catches. 114 yards. Sneed, there's a, uh, I mean, how many get, you could give out game balls to 10 guys. Run out of balls. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Ron Beringer, you hear him on the uh, PA at some ECU athletics events, says, Clip and Weave, I'm dropping a big old loud arg for the Pirates tonight. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for checking hey, us out, Ron.
9: Clip, speaking of game balls, because you just mentioned it, Steven Igo just tweeted out that Mike Houston and the team gave Miles Berry the game ball. That's yeah. awesome. awesome. That's and awesome. he said Berry's mom joined the victorious postgame locker room oh. via FaceTime.
2: Oh, oh man. That's man. I mean, I'm, I, I, I hope somebody's got video. Video that because that's that's awesome
1: get a little eyeball sweat oh uh, yeah that's a, that's a lot of eyeball sweat right there all right phil that's good stuff. it's up next in raleigh hey phil
13: guys what's going on hey bud Game. yep so so i was in i was in dowdy last, or ficklin uh last week and i've never seen the boneyard so full so that's the only reason i'm calling in just to shout out to pirate nation after this win to come to, pirate, to come to greenville and fill the stadium next week.
16: Let let's uh let's get behind our
2: pirates after this big win. Yeah. yeah let's do I it. So. I like it. I think the pirates need it, man. And you know what? Pirate nation has to understand it doesn't matter what the name is on the jersey of the other team on the other side, back the, the purple and gold and come out and support the pirates. They need you right now. And that, that Charleston Southern game I hope is, is very nice. well attended because like Clip said earlier on, man, you go two and two here. Um, and then you got Tulane coming up, and I, I think one of the callers may have said that. And then you're three and two if you can beat Tulane, and you're starting to roll. Whoa, here we go! I, I know, I know, there but I go. I agree with that. I didn't go as far as yeah. saying eight, nine, ten wins. That's that's I, a little much. That's putting the cart before the horse. We well, want we're looking goal here this year is six wins. But this is how you get to that six win wins.
1: as many as you can. We I, right. I said it during the pregame. I don't know if it was with you or somebody else, Billy, but the we had to win two in September. You, you said that to me, yeah. And we were I, behind, I, you
2: can't go 0-3 and, and come home. We and were just, way
1: behind the eight ball, right? but we right. got that one tonight. Yeah, it was huge. Monumental. All right, um, you want to take a break or go to Isaac? All right, Phil, thanks for the call let's uh, isaac hang on davis hang on and kevin hang on and we'll have an open line when shirley releases phil so jump in while you can 252-317-1250 we got a lot more to go the fixed nc live line is rocking and rolling if you got damage, use a contractor that works for you not your insurance company visit fixednc.com or call mully 999-0001 we will have more on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call show after this
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, a quick update on
9: some games that we're following. South Carolina has uh, put some uh, points up on the board. They now trail Georgia 40-13 to 13 in the fourth quarter. Auburn has brought it to within one. They only trail... Uh, Penn State, 21-20 to in the fourth quarter. Virginia has scored, but so did North Carolina. So that score has the Tar Heels leading the Cavaliers 45-31 with about a minute and a half left to go in the third quarter. NC State is leading Furman 45-7. And Tulane has scored a touchdown. They now only trail Ole Miss by six. 13-7 is that score in the first quarter. That is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall, your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They are open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night, and now during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now, let's head back in. To the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Post Game Call-In Show. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Da
5: buck, da buck, da buck,
1: da buck, da buck, Our favorite score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard: East Carolina 42, Marshall 38. <laughs> if you gave up early, if you deleted your Facebook account, which I probably would have done if I hadn't had to host this show, I would have quit. Mm-hmm. I'd have given up. Yeah. Um, I may have. You missed a heck of a comeback. An H of a comeback. Hey,
2: you know, one of the callers earlier on said something. I, it was one of our early, one of the first callers said something about this being the biggest comeback win since the Peach Bowl. We kind that, of. That was Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Cameron. Well, Cameron, uh, Tom McClellan, the sports information director, tweeted out that this is the biggest fourth quarter comeback uh, in ECU history um, since rallying past yep. NC State who was also, ECU was down 17 points to NC State in that Peach Bowl. They were down 17 points with 726 left to play. ECU tonight was down 17 with 730 left to play. Now, obviously not on the big stage. Obviously, it's not a bowl game. It's not your big in-state rival. So, obviously, that Peach Bowl is a much, much bigger comeback win. But I agree with him, and it, and it goes to show right there, this is the biggest comeback win since that Peach Bowl victory. Yep.
1: Three one seven twelve fifty. I didn't see this stat during the game. ECU, the last five games on September 18th, went over state, went over East Tennessee State, went over UCF, went over South Carolina, went over Virginia Tech. This is a good yeah, day. We
3: were
2: talking about that. That 2010 yeah. Virginia Tech game, is that right? Do you remember beating yeah. Virginia Tech 49, 20 to 6? That, seven. Was, that would have been Dominic Davis. That would
1: have been Ruff's first year. Um, I don't remember that game off the top of my head. I don't don't either. We'll uh, we'll check it out.
2: You know, because because during the broadcast, CBS uh, Sports Network had a few things wrong, a few mistakes. They had the (laughs) downs wrong a few times. They did. They did that one time where it was (laughs) it
1: was. In 20, in 2010 we lost Virginia Tech 49 to 27.
5: Okay, oh, I
2: thought we I, said that. Billy, I looked at you and I was like, we did not that's beat right. Virginia Tech. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember. I was like, wait a minute. We beat Virginia Tech in 2010. So yeah, they had that
1: wrong. A good old fake stat. Should good old I call f- out Troy D for posting? Sta- yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> fake stat. Hey, fake stat. Fake stat. Fake stat. Vinny Consider. in Washington. I hadn't heard from him in a while. Kevin Davis, hang on. Let's go to isaac in greenville hey isaac
17: hello Hello. how's it going hey what's up man not much we're here in greenville right now uh there ain't really much to say other than
14: that go pirates and we got a good win tonight definitely the biggest comeback since you said since the peach bowl so we're doing pretty good i do believe
1: that we are hope you're doing good too you had a few
14: Oh, oh, yeah, most
1: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you what, man, it, it Such that's the
2: thing is is everybody's in such a good mood. It's just you you can't really fight, find anything to to gripe and complain about after a win like that. It's just all feel-good. It it's awesome, really man. is. It I, really is. We've been
1: waiting for this. Enjoy it, Isaac. Hey. Oh, yeah,
14: hey, we got one more thing to say from all of us.
1: Uh-huh.
13: Hey, hey, come on, come on. We got to say go by Come on. <laughs> Here we go. One, two,
2: three. Oh, hey, I that was awesome. That was that awesome. That, that was great. awesome. We want to be where you're at. Yeah. Wherever that sounds is, like we want to be there. It
5: sounds like a big crew. Hey,
14: we're over at the Carolina Creek.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Isaac, thank have you, man. Fun. Appreciate it. There's Isaac in Greenville. I was a little worried about where that was going, but it, the payoff was great. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was awesome. All right, Davis is up. Went to the game in Huntington, West Virginia. Hey, Davis. What's
11: going on, Clip? What's up, buddy? Yeah. What a game. we. He- when we got down 17, you could feel the team never quit. And you could just see, even when Holton scored that touchdown to make it a 10 point game, he got really excited. You could just feel something was up. They believed the whole game. So that's I think powered us through. And seeing the team coming over after the game, doing the fight song in front of the home, like our, our fans that were there, it was incredible. It was just a great all around team win. I, one thing I really wanted to say was the offense, felt like it, when it went hurry up in the fourth quarter, it really made a difference. And Holton wasn't thinking as much. And I think he made. It helped him just focus and like just played loose, and I think that was a big key. Hopefully, we can see more of that going forward.
2: Hey, since you were in Huntington, we didn't get to really feel it here watching it. How many fans? How many ECU fans? They never really showed the ECU fan base there a whole bunch. Was there a good contingency of ECU fans there?
11: Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good contingency. I'd say about what South Carolina had last week, about uh, probably half of that. So we had our section, and they had the 1970 team, where about was a section over from us i'm surprised they show them on the tv
1: they had a really they had uh they had a lot of they had interviews about yeah, they, they, it they had some good stuff yeah, about they that they did they do okay, awesome. absolutely did that justice
11: yeah and the fans were super nice the whole night i mean we were walking in they were every, like, every fan said welcome to huntington it was it was definitely a different environment than other trips i've been to so many away games and it's just it was nice to finally get a win it was like last one was old dominion on the road it was nice to see a win in person it was yeah what a comeback
2: all right, Davis, glad you could experience it, man. Yeah, we talked about that in the pregame show. Such a uh, different atmosphere going to places like Huntington as opposed to Morgantown, West Virginia, yeah. in the same state. And it's just, it's two different, entirely different atmospheres. All
1: right, let's go next to Burlington and talk to Kevin. Hey, Kevin.
15: Hey. Hey. Listen, I don't know if y'all remembered my call from last week when I was dejected. And, and big dog had to call me out because I had to call about the (laughs) and all that. Y'all remember? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Um, um, and, and I said that Holton wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. And, you know, he's just trying to get his NFL hopes up and this, that, and the other. I'm here to eat crow. Um, because I have, I was texting my cousin who graduated 1972 and, and I've been a long-time Pirate fan, and I have not seen a comeback like that. Like, we were literally, I'm crying, to be honest. Um, I have not seen that fight and that heart since we believed days. That was impressive. That. It left me almost speechless at the end. Um, that was execution. That pass from Sneed to Holt Naylor's and watching him go and fight for that pylon to get that last touchdown or to get us in a position to even win showed so much heart. And, and i got to tell you, I've been watching for many, many years. I don't understand how the two Marshall guys didn't jump on the football on the onside kick, first and foremost. Because they don't – we have to let it go 10 yards. They don't. They could have jumped on it at seven yards.
1: Yeah. But they didn't. They, they definitely froze of course they don't want to touch it and if they touch it before 10 yards of course we can jump on it at that point right right but yeah they, fly ball. absolutely they froze yeah
15: but they just they just kind of let it go and that harkened me back to 1991 the only game we lost was illinois and we recovered the onside kick and if you recall we got a penalty flag for the Miami rule that was put in for taunting, which backed us up. And I'm, 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 I'm not even going to lie. The fa- I watched it on Facebook Live. The fact they didn't have Jeff Blake as one of the greatest East Carolina players of all time, even in the poll, that pissed me off.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, hey, let's let's be yeah. I, I, let's be happy, Kevin. <laughs> I know. The is, I know. The greatest.
15: Yeah. But um this this team me and my tailgate crew and in and, and we're old school. We said if we can make it through the first four games going 2 and 2. And I'm not even going to lie, last week we were a little disheartened. But if we can make it through the first four games going two and two, this team can go anywhere it wants to. And to come back and win a game like this, every if you think about it, Bill Lewis had a signature win, right? Steve Logan had a signature win. Skip Holtz had a signature win. Ruffin McNeil had a signature win. This is Houston's signature win, and this is going to solidify us going forward. And I don't want to be, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to go undefeated or anything from this point forward, you know. But every single coach we've had for the past 40 years has had a signature win, whether it was Pat Dye, whether it didn't matter and man this feels good and that's all i gotta say
1: all right kevin thanks for the call we are all fans we say emotional things i hope people don't follow me during washington games oh i do and the things i say i love watching you and the things and the crow i have to eat after every quarter of every game (laughs) um so you know look i'm not holding anybody's feet to the fire really about calling in and saying but you know it takes a man to admit that you know i'm gonna eat some crow tonight so Good stuff, Kevin. Appreciate the call and glad you can uh, celebrate this with your old buddies. Absolutely. And
2: that that's true fans. You know what? Fan is short for fanatic and if
1: you're not fanatical about your team, you don't care.
2: And people that are fanatical and, and love their team, they say crazy stuff like Clip does after Washington does something stupid and then they end up yeah, missing a field goal and getting a penalty and hitting the game-winning field goal and all is and well I with love the world. Him. I got to
5: witness that last week.
2: All is well with the world now. Yep, with and that's within oh, a 30 40 second span. He goes from ultimate low to ultimate high.
1: So I totally get it. I am one of you. I am you. uh <laughs> Well, this guy, I will say, even in dark times, is Mister Positive. We hadn't heard from him in a while, Vinny. In Washington is up next after a big pirate Vin, uh pirate win. Vinny, how you doing, man?
18: I'm doing great, buddy. You know, I don't know how you guys doing all, all, all you know, every week by listening to those BS. You know, I guess our job our coach job is safe for another week, I guess. You know, I hope you guys save those applications you called left the last week or those self claimed coaches. Man, I've been sitting thick at all since nineteen eighty eight. I enjoy go to the Pirates. I do my job. I support That's what the fans are supposed to do. I mean, if you can't even mirror on those calls or some of those calls, they look at their nose. It could be brown by now. I mean, you support your team no matter what. Today, I, I watched two great games. My grandson, the five years old, he flagged football, and they won. But guess what? Even the team that lost, they all get their kids. You know, they, they tell they did a great job. If you're a fan and you support your team and then when the team is down that's where they need you they need your support when the team is high you know it's up it's easy to be a fan but you the true fan supports the team when the team is down and this coach knows how to win he can win any way he's been so he knows how to win so he doesn't come to your place of work and tell that you do your job you know just support him his decision he has a reason for it. Be behind your team and your coaches. This is the quarterback. He can he can play. Just needs your support. You know and then again another thing, the coach does great, somebody somebody gonna steal from you for our program. The coach does lousy, we we fire him. We had a good coach, Lincoln Riley, Ruffin McNeil. They ch- we chased him out of town. Look what Lincoln Riley is doing that today. And I've been listening to this program forever and it never changed. A lot of bitching and mowing. I don't know how you guys do because I could never work for you, state because I'm allergic to BS. <laughs> I, stop, I get up and listen to your comments.
1: All right, Vinny. <laughs> Love Vinny, man. Vinny allergic,
18: over, to, allergic to BS.
1: Vinny over the years. Nobody calls out an angry caller like Vinny, and uh, <laughs> he's ready to celebrate tonight. All right, Vinny in Washington, 317-1250. We got David and TJ and Charlie hanging on. We'll get another break in. So you guys hang on and celebrate with us on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Taking your calls. The last caller is served. We're back with more after a pirate win after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Post Game Call In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right,
1: 317 1250, the number here on the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Call In Show. Uh, Shirley Rhodes uh, notified me. She retweeted some video from inside the locker room after the game. And uh, Sammy, Charlie, TJ, David, hang on. Shirley's going to pull up that audio right now of Mike Houston in the locker room. And. Uh, you got it ready to go? All right, let's hear that right now after the Pirates win.
14: Hey, hey, as bad as we felt in the locker room last week. I'm hey, it. I'm telling you, this feeling right here, don't you? Feel. We, talk, we talk about family. We talk about family a lot. This is a week that tested our family. Miles
13: Berry, I love yeah. you.
5: Yeah. We all love you. Your dad. You are Watch back. tonight. Yeah. So he's celebrating
3: like Hillary yes, hey, 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 we, we, are we know where the uh, so we virus. Here. Here. We, we, are we are the We know the
5: we're bigger. We're bigger. We're bigger. We're
1: bigger. and miles berry right in the middle of that weave yeah, what a awesome, moment man. in the locker room for these guys just I, feel awesome for them. I,
2: I would say that that right there is video gold but that's video purple and gold right there that's awesome that is uh
1: that's that, really that's cool that's stuff. That awesome All right, good stuff there. Uh, 317-1250, the number. Let's go to David in Farmville next. Hey, David.
18: Hey, guys.
19: I tell you, you can tell something big happened because I don't think it's ever taken me an hour to get on uh, on your show. Um, uh, First off, I just want to say, I I don't think I've ever questioned the players' intensity. Uh, I think I have questioned the play calling. I think the kids have played hard. Um, but I think when, when they went forward on fourth and two, uh, instead of kicking a field goal to get it within seven, um, you know, the, the coaching staff took the training wheels off the offense. And uh, uh, Holt Naylor's works best. Uh, like somebody called in earlier and talked about rhythm, um, the, the quick passes, um, moving things around. When Donnie started opening up the playbook and letting, letting them, Play things really started to roll, and uh, I hope going forward, like another caller said, that uh, uh, Donnie will open up the playbook and let the guys play. Um, we're pass first, run second, not run first, pass second. Um, I just love the the, the excitement. Uh, uh, we were we were like, oh my gosh, is this going to be another one where we come so close and just don't break through? Um, I think Coach Houston at the halftime had made a comment to the players, you know, this is not going to be given to you. You have to go take it. And, and I think when the coaching staff started calling the plays to give the, put the players in a position to take it, they took it. So I extremely excited. I uh, love your show. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to get on and uh, go pirate.
1: Thank you, David and Farmville. Good job uh, down the stretch by the Pirates from the top uh, with the coaching to the players on the field executing and uh, putting together that massive comeback i was a little distracted during that call because uh, a commenter dale on facebook i wonder if this is dale's day dale he said billy weaver you look a lot like ray stevens especially some of your facial expressions consider this as a compliment (laughs) ray stevens is like he's like the comedian country guy right what is he i don't know i'll have to look up some of his work
2: i I saw some of the pictures when you looked it up i I know
1: I didn't see is it. Is he like see? Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Isn't that guy? I don't is know. Is that who that is? No,
9: he, um, he used to have, uh, let's see, The Streak was one of his
2: songs. Oh, yeah. Now um, they call it The Streak. Look at look at that. Oh, God. Fast what was that? thing on two feet. Uh, <laughs> i love that
9: song I, I don't remember the name of the song i just remember the lyric the the day the squirrel went berserk in the He's first m- self-righteous church yeah
1: i was thinking of a squirrel yeah, yeah. grammy winning recordings everything is beautiful and misty as well as his comedic hits such as good Gl- "Guitarzan." yeah
9: Guitar and and the streak so uh, the go. streak uh he did one that uh, i think it was like santa claus is watching you he did like one holiday one i think that i can remember Um, my favorite one is this this the one about the squirrel going getting loose in the uh
1: um in the church in the church all right ray stevens taking over the chat here tonight Washington football fan Justin Rouse says would like your thoughts on the Washington defense I'll hang up and listen Justin (laughs) he's a state fan get out of here we're celebrating a pirate win tonight uh TJ in Lexington's up next hey TJ
8: Hey, what's going on? I don't know how we digress to the Mississippi Squirrel
12: Revival. But Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> That's the
9: name of the song, Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Well, I couldn't you, remember TJ. it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
8: I love it. All I want to say is uh, if you ain't first, you're last. And tonight, we didn't come in last. This is fine. I'm surrounded by pirates right here with big smiles on the face. We've been patient. We are big fans. Uh, but we're going to keep watching. We're going to go to Charleston next week. We're going to win big. And we're going to do the same thing at Tulane. I'm excited
1: y'all keep partying tj sounds awesome man thanks for the call all right here's charlie he always has a way to pet me up even on bad times so i know he's fired up tonight charlie in Pittsburgh. hey charlie
20: hey clip billy chandler charlie good lord y'all deserve this win
2: yes yes i think pirate nation deserve this win
20: Yeah, but everybody in Pirate Nation don't have to sit there for three hours after every (laughs) game.
2: That is true. Thank you. We don't have to. We We do this for free. We love it. We love it.
20: (laughs) Well, I'm not really, um, I wouldn't say I'm calling in to eat crow about my call last week, but last week I called in and I said that I didn't see a lot of guts. And I'll be daggone if this team didn't prove me wrong on that tonight. Both in the play on the field, both sides of the ball. The play call into going on going forward on fourth down. I mean, goodness gracious, it was like a different ball team. Um, I, I just I'm so jacked up I can't stand it. I mean, and in that third quarter we're down so big. I mean, you know, with the history we've had the last <laughs> knows, the five, six years, uh, it would have been easy, especially on the road, for that team to roll over and just lose. And by God, they pulled it out. And it reminds me of the old Terry Funk promo uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Pirates looked at Marshall right in the eye and said, stick your neck out for me one more time. And God knows we went and got it done. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm hoping the Pirates will get into the stands uh, next weekend. I'll be there. Go Pirates, paint this in purple. Y'all have a good night. All right, yes, we'll take
1: a uh, Terry Funk promo anytime we can get one. Um, how did we miss this? And I'm going to blame Shirley on this one. Shirley. What? Ray Stevens did the Pirate song.
9: Oh, yeah. I like, <laughs> yes. I like to sing and Good dance. I like to sing and dance. Good call,
1: Chad. Pirates, of, Pirates of Penzance. Pirates of And then the, the Crime Stoppers of... video. Yes, I completely
9: forgot about it. I knew there were several other songs. I just, my brain wasn't.
1: I don't like rum. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, I don't it at all. Want...
9: <laughs> I don't like it, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it.
1: Well, I'm Billy, not gonna that's gonna your, do uh, it. your new life. You got to go around being a Ray Stevens impersonator. I want to sing and dance. I want to sing and dance. All right, let's go to Sammy up next in Winterville. Hey, Sammy. Hey, guys. What's up, Sammy? Hey, uh, did your kids eat today,
21: Sammy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're well nursed. They're in bed. Everybody's good. I guess, firstly, uh, Mr. Barry, of course, well-wishes. Uh, prayers, thoughts, vibes—all that—and um, then McMillan. I mean, that what is that?
1: The third interception in ECU football history. The
2: third interception in ECU football history. Yeah. What? And his third interception.
1: I'm confused. I'm very confused, Sammy. You all right? Yeah, no, I was saying it. All right. <laughs> I think I think it's his third of the year. Okay. All right. I think Sammy's done. 317-1250. seven twelve fifty. He's
5: got his kids to bed though.
1: Let's try Steve in Hilton Head Island next, uh, Shirley. Let's go ahead and get Steve on. Hey Steve.
16: Going man. I love your show and I just you know, I'm
17: so glad the pirates won tonight and just wanna say something to Pirate Nation. Let's let's pack the stadium next weekend. You
1: know, absolutely, uh Billy said it right at the open and and I agree uh that should put a lot more butts in the seats. People were proud of what they saw tonight.
21: I know it's just let's, let's let's put fifty thousand in there and we'll have a good time.
2: I tell you what that would be awesome i I cannot wait. Until, you know, I I don't, I don't expect, I'm not going to be unrealistic and say, okay, this win is, you know, one of the biggest comebacks in the history of the, uh, of the program and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And expect 50,000 people to be in that, in the stands to see uh, Charleston Southern, but you continue to win and you start getting towards that. And I cannot wait until that finally happens where 50,000 strong are in those, uh, those seats at Dowdy Ficklin.
17: And we'll get there
2: someday. Absolutely, it's going to happen. It is absolutely going to. But you got to keep winning. You got to keep this momentum. And uh, you know, I think the 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 onus now is on this team to to you know go in and and win convincingly against Charleston Southern.
20: Yeah, yeah. I think
1: we'll do it. All right. All right, Steve. Thank you, man. That is Steve in Hilton Head Island, three one seven twelve fifty. James Owen, you're next. We're going to take a timeout. Shirley's going to take some calls and we will continue on. At some point, we're going to give you a uh, Buccaneer scoreboard. Right now, Auburn, Oh, he didn't see the Uh, ball. He didn't even see the ball. Penn State with the lead over Auburn late in that one. We'll follow some other scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Also, I think it was Cameron. Somebody requested a uh, Rick Smith recap of tonight's game. When the call slows down, we'll get Chandler to do his best Rick Smith impersonation to talk about tonight's game. All that and more on the way when we return after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: Oh, what a terrible play by Auburn. On fourth and goal, and now they're going to complain about a flag. They try a fade that was just never there. And Penn State's going to have the ball back. With yeah. uh, time Wanted running out there in too. this one. Wanted a flag, but just don't like the percentage. What is nah. The guy pulled the DB down. Uh, either way, it is Penn State 28, Auburn 20. What a scene in this one, Weave, with the whiteout and everything going on. It's been fun to watch. All right, uh, 317-1250 on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Thanks to Tiebreakers for the awesome in-game and post-game food they hooked us up with tonight. Make sure you check out the NFL action coming up Sunday at Tiebreakers. I was there last week, and uh, it was a uh, heck of a time, and uh, might show up tomorrow as well. All right, Dave, Bill, Owen, hang on. Let's go to James in Wilmington. Hey, James.
13: Hey, guys. We did it. We won one. It's like Bob Seeger says. It felt like we were running against the wind a little bit tonight. (laughs) But guess what? We were like a rock. <laughs> as strong as we could be. And, boys, we got a playmaker in Calhoun. I could not be more excited. Finally, somebody we could throw the ball to that can come down with it and make some plays. Boys, I'm hyped. I got stuck in an NC State game at a tailgate, having to watch it all on a cell phone through a Facebook broadcast. But, damn it, we still watched it, and it was awesome.
1: James, that's, I love that's, it. That's awesome. We got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? Oh, that's great. So why don't that's, you stay and great. celebrate this win tonight? I like the Bob Seger line. Yeah.
13: Man, we're going to keep winning. This is just the beginning, guys. Charleston Southern doesn't stand a chance. We're coming for them.
1: All right, James in Wilmington. <laughs> Have fun, buddy. Thanks for the call. 317-1250. This guy's always entertaining. Owen is up in Tampa, Florida. What's up, Owen?
16: Hey, Clip. Hey, do you see I got you up on the big screen tonight?
1: I do. I feel special. Thank you, man.
16: Yeah. Thank God for radio, huh?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have I cracked your screen yet? you going to make an ugly fat joke or something, Owen? Go ahead.
16: Nah, nah, nah. That's too easy, man. (laughs)
1: Low-hanging fruit, baby.
16: (laughs) (laughs) Get on with your damn call. (laughs) Hey, it's good to talk to you guys after a win for a change, though. I haven't. I've never been able to do that with Billy. It's always a loss. That's
2: that's right. Hey, I was I was afraid they were going to run me out of town if we went zero and three.
16: Oh, uh, we were we zero and three. I had one hell of a rant lined
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're freestyling. You had uh, prepared material, but this was d- didn't go as planned, did
16: it? No, no, no. We're off the script today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh you know one of the things you guys talked about, and it's it, one of the things that a lot of us talk about is just how good like. We as a team, and, and Holton in particular, when we play fast and when we're not relying on the offensive line to block forever, because I mean, he got sacked six times tonight. But in that fourth quarter, when he was able to get the ball out fast, we we're moving the ball, moving the chains, and the touchdowns came, you know, relatively quickly. So I was glad to see that. And, you know, we go and we beat Charleston Southern next week or whatever, and that puts us at two and two. Six and six is not out of reach. And that's really all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a conference championship this year. Let's just get to six and six and make a bowl game. But uh, I'm going to keep it short for you boys tonight because we got to win, and I'm very happy about it. And I'll talk to you guys maybe another week.
1: See ya, Owen. Thanks, buddy. There's Owen in Tampa fired up after a pirate victory. 317 1250. Let's go to Myrtle Beach and talk to Bill. What's up, Bill?
15: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, any chance I've got? I'm down in Myrtle Beach. All my family's up in K Town. So they, these guys flying in in K Town or G G Vegas?
2: Uh, usually Kinston, I believe. That's that's usually. We'll have to check on that to see exactly where they're uh, flying in, but it's usually Kinston.
15: Well, I deserved a little welcome on, on this on this uh, this game, but the uh, for us, uh, 80, I'm uh, I'm East Carolina 81, so low tech guy here. So it was very frustrating. Never going to be on Facebook and we're listening to a, a 10.50 AM station locally.
21: <laughs> Listen to Jeff Charles uh, go from uh,
15: uh, uh, almost uh, tired at nine minutes left and then fourth, and then uh, it gets it, it, it gets hard to hear, and then all of a sudden it comes in and out, and we're winning the game. It was insane, so it was, it was an awesome victory.
1: Chandler and I walked outside at, at one point in the game when the Aylors got sacked for the fifth time. And I heard that despair you were talking about, Bill. Jeff Charles saying, and he's, and down going, he goes. And he's going down <laughs> again. And at that point, it was like all she wrote. So, yeah, I bet him and Kevin, I texted with Kevin after the game. He was fired up. He said, uh, congrats on getting to do a fun postgame show. So thanks for that, Kevin. But I know Jeff and Kevin were, uh, were fired up there, Bill. All
22: right. I'll, over and out.
1: Over and out. Ten four, good buddy. Bill and Myrtle Beach, three one seven twelve fifty. Let's go to Dave in Winston Salem next. Hey, Dave.
17: Hey, uh, how's it going?
1: Fantastic, it's going
17: great. Well, you know, I was uh, I was in Greenville last weekend, and tonight I was sitting in my backyard watching and watching a fire, watching the game, and uh, you know the team was really competitive, and even when they were down in the fourth quarter, I kept saying to myself, you know, you know they've really played hard, and you know what? Even if they go out a loser tonight, I'm satisfied. Last week, I wasn't satisfied because of the 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 fact that we we kind of controlled the game, just kind of collapsed. But the key this week, I thought, was the tight end play of Calhoun and of course Mitchell. I mean, you know that having a fast speedster like Mitchell, you know, I I'd love to run him thirty times, but I know you you know we can't do that. But Harris and Mitchell. Are a great back combination. And now that you've got a tight end that you can bring into the mix, I think that, I think that gives it a whole different perspective for the offense. And I don't think we've seen that. Uh, I mean, I've never seen the guy's name called. And so, you know, to come back and get the win, it's, it's a classic pirate cumber behind victory. And, you know, it's just, it's one of these nights where you kind of go, let's savor the flavor and, you know what? It, it's satisfying to everybody on all ends, the coaches, the players, the fans, and uh, I'm going to be at homecoming. And uh, it's its just one of those nights where you go, wow, I really needed this. Pirate Nation needed this. You know, Holton Aylers needed this, the team and Houston. And, you know, if you're Mike Houston, guys, you know, I watched his comments to, uh, you know, this, the the CBS announcers and you know, I think he. You know, good for him. He had a chip on his shoulder because he really needed to to kind of get a hold of this and say to Pirate Nation, you know, you know, we're we're going to start winning. And I don't know. I think this was a signet. We may look at this in a in a year from now and go, this was a turning point. What do you guys think?
2: I completely agree with you. It, definitely a turning point for this season, as it could be. It could be. It's definitely the turning point early on in the season because it gets your your team turned in the right direction. That's for sure.
1: And and Jeff Charles and I talked about this. Trying to carry over momentum from the SMU win last year. You can't just have one of these and then lose. You you got to stack them on top of each other. You got to make this win count for something down the road. So I don't know if it's going to be a turning point. You know, in the the mike houston era but like billy said it makes you feel a lot better about the now and and about 2021
2: yeah and I, I do have to say something real quick too troy d must be getting a little snippy that we called him out on uh posting on twitter the uh the the graphic about ecu winning against virginia tech on in 2010 because he says has hasn't been ye- it's been years since ecu is flown out of Kenton, they fly out of uh,
1: Greenville. And according to some people <laughs> on that flight, uh, they will be uh, arriving between 1 a.m. and 1.30 in Greenville, that according to uh, to somebody with the team. So uh, there's some information for you. Dave, uh, appreciate the call, man. 317-1250. Let's get one more in before we take a timeout. Let's go to Kyle in the Grange. Hey, Kyle. What's
23: going on, fellas? It's good to uh, be calling you guys in a good mood for a change. That doesn't happen very often these last summer weeks. Um, I'm sure I'm not going to say anything that already been said by everybody else, but I think that kind of win, as you guys were talking about what does it mean for this season or for the Mike Houston era, I think when you come from 17 down like that and you show that kind of fight, it can galvanize a football team because it, it teaches them to believe in that they're never out of a game that they will execute. And, and you can really build from that. And the good thing is, if, if you look at the schedule, I, I came into this season going, if we can go two and two for our first four, I feel like we'll have a chance to get to a bowl game. Um, and I thought last week when we lost to South Carolina, we blew that opportunity. Did not see this coming in a million years. Seventeen point comeback in the fourth quarter. So you, you beat Marshall on the road, huge win. Now you got Charleston Southern at home. As long as we handle our business, we're two and two. You can look down the schedule, and you can. And you've seen Temple play. You've seen South Florida play. You've seen Navy play, and you can pick out some games that you should win. Who knows if we will, but if you should win. So if you take care of business next week, you get to two and two. That gives the fans a lot of hope that we can do what we set out to do, and that's get to a bowl game. If you're somebody like me who likes to look down the schedule and go, well, we ain't going to beat them. We should beat them. We'd have to play a hell of a game to beat them. So when you just look at things from that standpoint, if we take care of our business next week, it gives us a lot of hope um, for the rest of the year. And if we play like we did tonight, you know, some creativity in the play calling, Some some guys stepped up who hadn't stepped up very much in the past, like Calhoun, like Adi Amatasha. You know, uh, I I would get the ball in Keaton Mitchell's hands as much as I could. I'd utilize him in the passing game. I'd put him back returning punts and kickoffs instead of speed. He he is that dynamic of a player. I I think uh, you know. I think this team, if they play like they did in the fourth quarter tonight, you know, there's not we're not going to win out. We're going to lose games. But there's really not anybody left on the schedule, with maybe the exception of Cincinnati. You know, particularly with UCF, unfortunately losing their quarterback, that I don't think we'll have a chance against. I think we'll we'll have a chance in each game if we got out and execute. But that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to execute like we did tonight in the fourth quarter. Uh, defensive performance at times tonight was concerning. You know, talking about all the positives from the offense versus last week, um, they gave us some big plays tonight. That, that little running back Marshall had that came off the bench, gashed uh, Ali. He gashed us at times. But, uh, you know, maybe that's more credit to Marshall having a dynamic offense. But uh, I'm fired up, guys. It's good to be happy for a change. Uh, let's go beat Charleston Southern next weekend and get the 500.
1: All right, Colin and Green, it's good to hear from you after a win. I've talked to you a lot after losses. It feels good to, uh, to hear the raspy voice after a dub. All right, um, I – I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Uh, Winning against UCF there still seems like a major mountain to me. Uh, They have a quarterback factory down there. I don't know who exactly the name is, but I'm sure he's going to be good. But that one uh, feels really tough. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you. This one, it it just opens up a a world of options for you. The rest of the year, we, we were searching for wins a moment ago. Now we're searching for All right, who can definitely beat us? Because we're going to be in every game from here on out. We're going to win some ball games. Yeah, and
2: I think like Kyle said, I think the consensus across the board from ECU fans was looking at the first four games of the season, thinking two and two there would be great. But everybody's two and two, if you you look at it, was probably different. Some people were saying, okay, we can beat App State. We can beat Charleston Southern. Maybe South Carolina, just because it's an SEC school. And Marshall on the road, those are tough. But then some other people had said, okay, well, App State's definitely going to be tough we don't know if we're going to win that one. South Carolina is down. Maybe you win that one in Charleston Southern and not Marshall. So there were so many different scenarios, but none I think of them
1: were starting zero and no, two. No,
2: and and none of them none of them were starting zero and two, losing the first two and then bouncing back and winning the next two. I don't think, which is very possible right now, and it's where we should be after four it be, games. It has to be. It yeah. has to be.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, what are we doing, Shirley Rhodes? We are taking a break. 317 Three one seven twelve fifty miles and Bubba you are up next and Shirley's taking another call as our lines have been locked and loaded since the final whistle sounded and the Pirates pulled it off 42 to 38 over Marshall more of your calls on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show after this
0: you're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes.
9: All right, a couple of games have uh, ended here. Uh, Auburn loses to Penn State, 28-20 is that final. Georgia gets a win over South Carolina, 40-13. NC State wins over Furman, 45-7. There's less than a minute to go in this game. North Carolina is going to win this one. They're going to beat Virginia 59-39 is that score right now. Number four, Oregon, is leading Stony Brook 41-7 in the fourth and Tulane trailing Ole Miss 33-14 in the second quarter. That is a look at your Buck scoreboard brought to you by the Buccaneer Music Hall as your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They are open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. And now during football season, they have food trucks during the day. Follow The Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule. We'll see you at The Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All
1: righty, back with you on the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter call-in show, 317-1250. We got Al, Bubba, Miles hanging on. Guys, hang on one moment. Charlotte, what do you want to do, calls or the audio? Um,
9: Let's go go to the audio real quick. It's only uh, 60 seconds here, but uh, Bailey sent this down. Uh, courtesy of uh, via email, mm-hmm. um, but these are post game comments. But he put this together so real quick, sixty seconds. So here it goes. Right.
5: It may turn out to be a quarter that saved the entire season. East Carolina rallies from seventeen down, and the Pirates win it, 42-38, The final. I, I just felt like if we got them to the fourth quarter, they have not had to play a complete game all year. We've been in two dog fights, you know, and and they've they've been they've been done by the end of the third. So. Um, and it's what happened. We got it to the fourth. Our kids were in better shape, better conditioning. We got the momentum, uh, and then we just had you know guy after guy just make really just gutsy plays down the stretch. And I mean, Holt Naylor's. I mean, for all the hate and all the negativity and everything that he took for this past week, I mean, I I would hope that he shut all of them the hell up. All oh, the whole time I did. We were down 17 there. You know, I brought the offense together, and co- I talked to Coach K. Man, we knew we could come back. We believed in him, and um, that's all it took. Is this the type of confidence builder that you probably needed to get this thing rolling? Absolutely. You know, we were really close last week. Um, we're really, we're about one or two plays away um, for having two wins right now. Going to another big game next week, but you know, super blessed to come out here with a win.
0: Congratulations.
5: Thank you.
1: All right, Brian. <laughs> you know, you always hear coaches don't pay attention to the noise. We don't hear yeah. any of that yeah, stuff here. Yeah. Like uh, they had the us against the world mentality and the us against the haters mentality going tonight. We've as you hear the game comments, you look at Donnie Kirkpatrick's Twitter and what he posted yeah. recently. Uh, they have been feeling the heat here in the heat and uh, got tired of it and went out and got a win tonight and shut up a, a whole lot of people and, Proved a lot of people wrong, myself included in those people. Well, I'll tell you what, experienced coaches do this. What they do is they
2: try to protect their team when they're winning and from all the positive stuff because that'll blow up a player's head in a heartbeat. But the negative stuff, I think they let a lot of that trickle through because that's that's message board. I mean, not message board, but that's uh, – a. Um, Bulletin board? You know, yes, that's bulletin board material, not message board. Whiteboard? Whiteboard? Yeah. Do they even have bulletin boards? I don't anymore? think so. But that's that's what we called bulletin board material. That's yeah. stuff that gets right. You know, hey, it is us against the world, and I think they had that mentality tonight going into Marshall.
1: All right, three right, 317-1250, Al Bubba, hang on. Let's go to Miles in Greensboro. Hey, Miles. Hey, um, just
22: wanted to speak. Uh, longtime ECU fan, alumni here. Going back to starting school there 2006, I mean, things were super lit. It opened my eyes to college football. It was incredible. We had our glory days there, and uh, things have really hit the downturn. So I've been a, a fan long and true for a long time here. And uh, to see this win, I mean, I really feel like we're back now. I mean, I, I say that every game you can ask my wife. Every game is going to be the turning point, but this game feels different because we, Scotty Montgomery, let's not even speak on that. Um, this coach, you know, he has a tried-and-true track record, and this game, I mean, is a real turning point. Is a is an 11-point dog to really come back and show that grit in the fourth quarter down 17 points, I think to come back and win by four points. I mean, I really think we're back, and we've, we've got a lot of room to grow still. We're a young team, but that's the beauty of it. So we're already this good, and we've got room to grow. I, I think the sky's the limit with this team now, and we're really turning the corner to get back to the heydays of what I saw when I was in school there, 2006 through 2011, somewhat of the six-year plan. But what a lot of the recent students haven't seen yet, we're kind of getting back into that, our heydays. I I think the sky's the limit, and uh, I have. Ultimate optimism for this team, and thanks for having me on
1: the show. All right, Miles, appreciate the
2: call. Hey, I do like what Miles said. We we mentioned this on the show. A lot of guys and girls and whoever, PCU fans, just in general, recently have not seen that winning feeling. They haven't felt that. They haven't felt that well, pirate pride yet. And hopefully, this is the step in the right direction to get some of that pirate pride back.
1: I posted. Uh, I think it was on a big play that got called back due to holding. Remember. Uh, set us yep, up. Yeah, there would have been a touchdown. Right. I uh, got called back, and then Aylers got sacked the next play mm-hmm. to go even further back. Yeah. And oh, I said, I, uh, "I believe
5: that was the throw to Sneed at the one yard line." Yeah,
1: I tweeted a series of unfortunate events, and had a lot of responses of six years of unfortunate events and it was just time after you know like you said a long time since we experienced winning and and a win like this
2: well there were even more of those there there wasn't just that one there was a few times that happened because i wrote down here there's a the targeting call the no targeting call on cj yeah if you remember when they didn't make that call which they should have and that should have been 15 yards pushed them more down the field well after that holton took a sack yeah and then they end up putting the ball away so it was like you know when's this gonna stop yeah. you know when when is the bleeding gonna stop
1: 317-1250 let's go to Bubba in Chapel Hill hey Bubba Bubba is that Bubba Cunningham 317-1250 Al's up in Greenville hey Al
21: hey Clip. hey uh, Billy how you doing
1: Doing, We're doing good. Couple of rooster necks in here, Al. Hey. Doing good tonight. Yes,
21: sir. It's amazing what one win does. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. They're changing the attitude. I was, I was just talking to my son. I said, "God, the last time I remember anybody calling in with anything good." And I just asked Shirley about him. I said, that was when Captain Bill used to call. Do you remember him, Cliff? <laughs> yeah, we don't hear
1: from Captain that much anymore. He's probably out there. Give us a call, Captain Bill.
21: Yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. A lot of you know, a lot of people dropped out, and uh, I, 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 you know, I always felt, that boy, this is a, it was a great win. But we'll see what happens after this this win. If everybody thinks it's going to be the turn in the. Uh, in in the game plan or the way things are going, I'm hoping we'll see what happens. But uh, you guys have a good night and congratulations to the Pirates and uh, Clip. Your wife's going to be happy when you come home tonight. You know what I mean? Everybody will be happy.
1: Everybody's happy. <laughs> the food tastes better. Everything t- you know, everything's better. Absolutely,
21: that's right. Hey, uh, wish uh, Minshew good luck.
1: Oh, why? Because he's an eagle now. That's right. <laughs> hey, your your birds look good last week, Al. Uh, so we'll see what they do tomorrow.
2: And technically, yeah. they're still in first place in the NFC because
1: right. they're one and zero, and Washington's
2: one and one right now. So
21: we we had Say Jones performing fantastic. Hey, that was awesome to see. Yeah, unbelievable. So everything's turning for the for the Pirates. I talked yeah. them up, and I talked to all my people back north in Philadelphia. They keep saying to me. How'd you get involved in college football? Because you know up there, there's no college football. Oh, there's Temple, right? <laughs> like you said, no college football, right? Yeah, they have, they have no campus. They have no yeah. campus, they have nothing. So, but I'm I've been down here 25 years now, and this is my home.
1: Al, great to hear from you, man. I always enjoy it, and uh, have a good one. And hopefully, I uh, will talk to you next Saturday. Yep, take it easy. All right, bud. There's Al in Greenville. For the first time all night, we have open lines, 317-1250. We will take a timeout, come back, have more for you. Got to get our Brown and Wood drive of the game. Yes. And uh, we'll have more for you on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: Alrighty, a celebratory edition of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show. 317-1250, Clip Brock, Billy Weaver. Make sure you check out one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Sailor locations and experience the high standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville, in front of Lowe's Home Improvement on Memorial Drive in Greenville, next to Walmart on 10th Street in Greenville and the U.S. Sailor Store in the Greenville Mall behind the Chick-fil-A. All right, we are still taking your calls, 317-1250, and Kenny is up in Blunt Creek. Hey, Kenny.
18: Hey, guys. uh, Well,
13: I'm on I-40 leaving Nashville. I was going to not call in after that game and uh, give me a couple hours nap before heading home, but, hell, man, I'm too excited. Hell, I'm going to ride this this, – win all the way back to pirate country hey
2: that's that's the way to do it man this has gotten everybody jacked up and, and I saw your message uh, to me on Facebook saying that you uh, you were heading back from Nashville and wasn't going to be able to call so it's nice to see your name up there man How, this has got I, I know you're a big pirate fan just like everybody that calls in but this has got to be special for you
13: yes it was man uh, start with I'd like to say that everybody and I, I haven't been able to listen to the show because I was trying to get a nap in but it, it didn't work but uh uh, team win. And uh, everybody's saying it from what I heard earlier. Get all Holden's back. If we give the kids some time, that young man could play ball. But team effort tonight. I mean, he showed up. Running backs did some good runs. Defense showed up when they had to. Uh, special teams kicked in. Man, it's beautiful. I, I, was, I was watching it just like everybody else. And uh, when that kid missed that field goal, he'd have made it. I'd have probably turned off, went to bed, and uh, given up. And uh, I'm glad I didn't, and I uh, watched a hell of a comeback. And, uh, and that's what Pirate Nation's wanted. I know this is what the team needed. So uh, just uh, go Pirates, great win. And, uh, man, I'm going to ride this crowd all the way back home.
1: All right, Kenny, great to hear from you. Thanks for the call. I got to say, kudos to Kenny, kudos to Troy D. I'll even say that. I kinda scoffed. Why why is that? When the field goal was missed and I saw him talking about it's not over yet. Pirates oh, have yeah, new life. Yeah, yeah. I I'm a quitter. I had given up at that point. I was like, All right, here's some more needless, meaningless yards and maybe a late score and right. we'll say they fall we'll, to the yeah, end. Yeah,
2: we'll feel good about
1: yeah. them coming back and anyway. I I look I love to be proven wrong in a situation like this. I had given up and uh and and we i mean even you and chandler were pretty much locked in the whole time but they missed that field goal y'all were still excited i was like all right let's start the fifth quarter well so, i thought
2: about that i was like how big could this missed field goal be and how crazy that you know when with all that we're talking about with all the players involved in everything if you think about it the whole dynamics of this game changed around the kickers kicker misses a field goal 31 yard chip shot field goal for marshall misses the kick and then of course daffer with the onside kick uh and the extra point right the kickers played a huge huge role in this
5: absolutely and the thing about when they missed the uh the field goal the thing i was excited to see was all right we have no choice but to up the tempo up the tempo yeah let's see how we perform when we up the tempo and then how about this we
2: were all talking about don't score too quick
5: exactly yeah (laughs) don't score too quick and it almost bit us in the behind there at the end but i was excited to see all right let's see how we can perform up tempo and we saw we were driving it down the field calhoun was a big part of that up tempo offense and you know the pirates went down and scored and then the onside kick man what a great execution play by Owen Daffer, and I don't know if he was the one that jumped on it, but he man, did. he, was, he, was. Right, he yeah. was right there at the football. We had
1: just seen that earlier in Mississippi State and yes. Memphis, and it got overturned. And it, and it got 10 yards, I right. thought it did, too, and I was so afraid they were going to call the same thing. When they went to the
2: replay, yeah. we were like, well, here we go. And you know what? You know what may have been kind of a saving grace, too? If you noticed... The logo on the field that said the herd, where the ball was, was on the D. So you couldn't really see a definitive line where 10 yards exactly was. And so there that was one angle well. that had
1: a million bodies Absolutely. piled up. You couldn't see anything. Yeah. So. I think it got 10 yards oh, I anyway. Think it, I think it and did they too. said the call it, stands. They didn't say call confirmed. Right. So. And there was
5: yeah. a caller earlier that said, and I didn't even think about this, but why, did Mar- why didn't Marshall jump on that football? I didn't even well, think about because, that. Because but it, it's a risk that you're going to take. Because like Kirk said, if they,
2: if they touch it before it goes 10 yards, it is a live ball. So if you're going to get to it and you know you can get to the ball, you jump on it. So there's there's always that that kind of indecisiveness up there. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what happened with Marshall.
1: All right. Uh, I tell you what. We'll take another timeout. Last call for your calls. If you want to jump in, now is the time to do it. We've got the Brown and Wood drive of the game coming up. And we'll wrap up the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. What a win for the Pirates. We're still taking your calls. If you want to jump in, 317 1250. We're back after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call in show. Here's Clip Brock
1: three three one seven twelve fifty is the number on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call in show we got a um, oh man sorry chandler we had another request you just got to do it for a second but not right now because we do have a caller collins is up in rock hill south carolina last call for your calls if y'all want to jump in uh collins how you doing
4: clip billy how the heck are you guys? I'm happy. I'm having a great time here. I'm to probably a little bit hoarse tonight because I've been screaming my guts out for the last couple hours, but that was, I've been waiting to call in after one of these wins and it's been a while. So I'm glad to be on here with you guys. I, I, I'm i mainly calling for uh, Joe, the caller from last week. I'm sure people have already checked in on him, but I didn't have his number. So I'm just checking to see, I hope wherever Joe is tonight, he's having a good night. Because,
1: uh, <laughs> Man, you're, you know what? we again i'm still kind of in shock about what happened i have not even thought about joe and his seven damn gaps (laughs) joe where are you call us right now collins i don't know where he's at man hadn't hadn't checked in on him.
4: oh well i'm I'm sure he's having a grand old time and like i said billy hadn't had a chance to say hi to you but great job being a part of the show we really love hearing you every week and uh for all you guys on Pirate radio listen to the golf shop radio show 8 to 10 every saturday thank you guys for the time
2: all right, Collins. All right, I certainly appreciate those kind words. I was just getting worried there for a while that I was gonna be kicked off the show if we didn't get a win here. Yeah,
1: you were uh I was on the hot seat. You were a couple of, Charleston Southern was it for you, Billy. That was it. Yeah, must yeah. win situation <laughs> for Billy Weaver to stay on the show. Um I tell you what, if we run off a win next week and beat Tulane, we might have to fire up those We Believe shirts. Okay. All
5: right we can uh, get them going
1: we wanted to do it if we were what two and oh two and, o, and well that, we
5: definitely we believed tonight yeah man so some was, more
1: than others i was out of it guys y'all pulled me through i appreciate y'all being true believers yeah i was the uh rooster neck tonight weaver okay you were the true pirate true pirate. you know you know I, i'm a true pirate <laughs> unlike that rooster neck clip rock There you go i'll take it i'll wear the with a badge of dishonor uh let's get to the brown and wood drive of the game brought to you by brown and wood serving the pirate nation in eastern north carolina for over 80 years brown and wood has four brands three generations two showrooms and one goal that you leave a happy customer every time brown and wood on greenville boulevard greenville online at brownandwoodauto.com. and shout out to my buddy to my left sold his first car today That's at right. brown and wood billy big day
2: for weave got my purple Brown and Wood uh, shirt on. It's going to be my sweet game shirt. day purple for yeah. Brown and Wood. I like that. Uh, Sold a
1: 2022 Sierra 250
2: or 2500 HD Duramax yeah. diesel 6.6 liter engine. That thing's a beast. It is pretty too.
5: That Challenger you were showing off on uh, Facebook today. Somebody's got to buy that. Ride. Somebody, man.
2: somebody has to come buy that. That's a, a plum crazy purple, man. I would be the cat's you know what driving up to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in a plum crazy purple Dodge Challenger 2016. It's got low mileage, great price on that. Man, somebody needs to buy that thing up. That that's that's this is a perfect place to have a plum crazy purple uh Dodge Challenger.
1: Weave, I believe you wrote down and Charlie just asked, did Billy sell the purple challenger? Not yet, right? No, but okay. I do
2: have somebody come and look at it on Monday. So you need to get the uh you know you need to snatch that thing up because it's not gonna last long
1: uh, did you write down the drive game yeah, earlier did, in the yeah, show yeah 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 six plays 53 yards
2: that was of course the final drive of the game that was after the onside kick when they go down and uh Capped and score off by,
5: uh rajay. rajay
2: harris touchdown big so, plays to so. it wasn't show. the longest drive it yeah. wasn't uh maybe the most impressive drive i think the two the drive with the two fourth core uh fourth down uh conversions was a, a huge one as well but this one obviously drive the game
5: and it was great seeing a mixture of people catching the football we saw sneed of course you know we did see cj a few times yep. we, we, we want to see cj more but seeing Calhoun multiple times was awesome. Seeing Amatosho yeah. was great. Getting a mixture, we have the weapons, we have to utilize those weapons and I think we did that tonight.
2: Yeah, getting those guys out in space, man. It's always been like that at East Carolina when you got playmakers and I think that's anywhere. You got playmakers, you get them the ball however you can. If it's an extension of the run out on the perimeter, uh you know, with slants, with however you want to get it, get your playmakers the ball and tonight play there were playmakers all over the field.
1: We looked at the drives in the fourth quarter, we you went on a 12-play touchdown drive, a 6-play touchdown drive, another 6-play touchdown drive, 24 plays. Yeah. And you say you want to run 100 plays. They ran 24 in the last seven minutes. Wow. That's right. So, I mean, that is just getting it done and putting together uh, some big drives and, and getting down the field. So that is certainly our drive of the game. All right, we've had several requests. Uh, Chandler, can we hear from faux rick smith on tonight's big win ecu 42 marshall 38 what'd you uh say to the boys after the game
3: well first of all i'm gonna make it quick because i'm ready to go home and i can't believe i've been replaced by rooster neck on the fifth corner. <laughs> but anywho you can just shove it up your kazoo <laughs> but, uh,
1: coach uh, enough about your personal beef with billy weaver what about the uh, game oh
3: uh, well I thought defense played good it was a team effort and uh how about that keaton mitchell boy he is a fast cat but i thought everybody played well but to win the game you have to do two things
1: <laughs> what
5: are those two things coach
3: you gotta stop the run yeah uh-huh. and help me with the second one
1: i believe you gotta <laughs> run, run the, the ball. ball there you go
3: and we did that tonight
1: well, not exactly looking at the stats. But well, actually, <laughs> you got to make an
2: interception at the we end of the game. We did pass the ball a lot better
1: than us. Coach, you gave up 189 yards rushing to one guy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Marshall on the UB stat sheet, 433 passing yards, 214 rushing yards. <laughs> Your defense sucked tonight, Coach. They gave up 600 yards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we well, made, a big, in, made a big interception at the end of the game. That's right. Sealed the deal. That's all that matters. Shaquan <laughs> did a good job. He set his feet. He was on that receiver. The receiver that he had was on his was killing us all night. But he did a, a good job of getting in front of them and making the play all right
1: coach we'll let you go to bed <laughs> go to
3: bed hell i'm about to drink me some budweiser <laughs> all
1: right faux rick smith has spoken on the win tonight he's gonna drink him some bricks some oh, old Budweisers. goodness weave we did it buddy yeah, it was fun we did Not it of fun. we gotta win uh Shirley, awesome job as always chandler thank you no problem fire nation enjoy it next week's gonna be awesome I'm looking forward to Monday, talking to the guys in the Players Lounge for the first time this year. Uh, Looking forward to all the shows next week, leading up to Charleston Southern. We're talking about a winning Pirate football team, trying to make it two in a row and to get to 500. So, going to have a lot of fun on Pirate Radio Live coming up this next week. Thank you so much for tuning in, chiming in, watching us, being a part of the program. We had a blast, and uh, part of that is thanks to y'all. And uh, we will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. We will be on the Bud Light pregame tailgate at 2 o'clock. Yes, sir. And we'll be with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show. So, for the crew here at Pirate Radio, for tiebreakers and Cuchinellas that hooked us up with some awesome food today, and to all of you, thank you so much for tuning in. I am Cliff Brock. We'll see you next Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show.
0: You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.